0: A really warm welcome to episode 44 with Chris Belmont, an American living in New Zealand. He started a philanthropy movement, really impressive guy, super enthusiastic, super confident. You enjoy this episode.
1: The word philanthropy is literally just the, the root phil and the suffix anthropy. Phil meaning to love and anthropy meaning humankind so that's the definition of philanthropy is to love humankind and it it's not all muddled up around this idea of money you know we've got this system that really only cares about money purposely podcast speaking with social entrepreneurs and charity founders and leaders people who are making the world a better place Here's your host, Mark Longbottom. Chris, how are you? I am good. Thank you so much for having me, Mark. So how did it all start? So everything all just began with this one uh, after-school program in wacht High School, um, where we brought 20 students together um, and and taught them uh, 20 topics over 20 weeks to... um, to essentially make them qualified to be a part of a nonprofit board. So over those 20 weeks, they're guided through essential skills required in the philanthropic process. So by the end, the theory is, is that they are qualified to make philanthropic decisions on behalf of the community around them. And what we actually ended up doing was we gave them $10,000 and said, give it away wherever you want. And we gave them the skills and resources to do that in the most effective way possible, and that's what Wonderful. we called Generation Give.
0: Wonderful. And
1: you do other programs, but
0: it's been going three years. What? How? How much raised, broadly speaking, and and sort of how many people affected?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, so this is this is actually something I, I say a lot. So. Um, We've we've facilitated giving out over forty thousand um, dollars in the last in the last for the over the last two years of the program in Queenstown. Um, but what I always like to say is that's that's actually five percent of our impact or even less. Our impact comes from these kids from, from these students from these young philanthropists young professionals. The impact that they're going to have for the rest of their lives. What we've done essentially is jumpstarted their philanthropic careers. And that's our goal from this. So we're so confident in this young generation of, 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 of people that, that I get to, you know, so I'm so privileged to see every week. We're so confident that they're going to be the most successful people in New Zealand. Um, and so really what we're doing is investing in them so that they can invest back in us later on. guess from my accent i'm, I'm from, from the states originally um, some would say as the you know the real origin for modern philanthropy comes from comes from the united states obviously um, new zealand has a fantastic spin on a lot of the stuff that you, the us does but there's still some lessons to be learned from 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 how the us operates anyway where, where philanthropy came from for me is this you know this funny story of being a 6 year old where mom I've always started a, started a community foundation anytime we moved somewhere else. And so I was always involved with charities from a very young age, but um, something that I always like to go back to is uh, volunteering at a marathon on a Saturday afternoon um, with a bunch of you know, key members of the community um, back in 2007, when I was, when I was seven years old. Um, and I remember handing out water cups to, um, to the marathon runners and they would, you know, they'd drink them and then throw them back on the ground. And then I'd go shuffle over and grab them and throw them in the trash. Um, but what, what I, what I really remember is, uh, before, before going there, I said, mom, I just want to watch toy story. I don't want to go. Watch, I don't want to go to the marathon and volunteer. It's a Saturday. It's a Saturday uh, morning. I don't want to do this um and so the good news is I got to watch Toy Story on the way to the marathon so I got my wish (laughs) there um but the the even better news was is I had a realization while there is when I when I saw all the smiling faces of the other volunteers as they were handing out water cups and picking up trash and it was their Saturday afternoon as well and um, it kind of just blew my mind how much fun they were having and I just wanted to have that fun um and philanthropy is just you know it's it's fun if it's not it's if it's not fun for you, you're insane. Like giving back to people and um, experiencing the joy of, you know, handing a big check over, it's, you know, it's uncomparable. It's, it's so much fun.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you on that 100%. And moving to New Zealand, um, how did that come into focus?
1: Yeah, so um, dad, dad's worked in New Zealand for the past um, nine or so years we moved to New Zealand seven years ago. Anyway, we, the reason why, why we ended up coming to New Zealand is we actually came for a couple weeks to visit dad while he was working. And I was a skier and so he was working in Auckland. And so we went and visited him in Auckland and we were like, well, this is boring. Let's go to Queenstown and go skiing. And so we went skiing in Queenstown and then we realized that we hadn't bought return tickets. And we just spent all our money and ended up staying in Queenstown because we Brilliant. loved it so much. And so I enrolled in school and um, haven't left since. So that was seven years ago now. And, you know, we, we just love Queenstown so much. And I'm just so grateful for, for the community around yeah. us. I mean, Queenstown yeah, just yeah. accepted our family. New Zealand accepted our family. Um, and, you know, it's just it's so much fun to be able to give back to that. I'll say that without, without creating YPNZ and without running Generation Give or any of the other programs that we run, there is no possible way that I would have experienced the success that I've been experiencing over the past year. So due to philanthropy, without getting paid for it, et cetera, it has allowed me so many amazing opportunities. I work for a terrific social enterprise in addition to being a student. So I work for a fantastic social enterprise um, called the Liger Leadership Academy, in Queenstown, and it's, a, it's a, an amazing uh, not-for-profit uh, school, which has a for-profit trading arm. And I get to work with some fantastic, like-minded, amazing people who brought me on based off of my work with YPNZ. And they allow me to continue that work with YPNZ while, while doing normal work for them, and in addition to, to me studying. And that just that, I mean, it just plain wouldn't have been possible. I wouldn't have the job that I have now without um, being an early philanthropist. And, and prior to that, I was very, very, very fortunate um, by being able to, you know, ride off the coattails of, of, my, of my parents while well, I was 18, 19 years old before I got my real job. Um, You know, I was living at mom's house while working a 40 hour job that was not paying me a cent. So it was definitely a risk, but it was very, very fun.
0: And just talking a bit about the difference, cultural difference, you're an American living in New Zealand and uh, specifically around philanthropy. Why do you think Americans um, cherish it so much?
1: That's a good question. I mean, i left I left America when I was 13 years old, so I wasn't exactly the biggest giver. <laughs> I was more focused on Star Wars and girls when I when I left America. Um, but but my parents and my family that we we've been we've always been givers. Um, but it, in America, I suppose. I mean, obviously, you know, there's. <laughs> There's a lot to give to in America. There's a lot of things that people, there's a lot of wrong that people see on a daily basis. I was victim to that while I was in the States. You know, every single day, you're just privy to all of this information, all of this stuff that's just seemingly going wrong. And, um, you know, as a human being, you just want to do something about it. You want to, you know, you want to do something about it, whether it's um, giving your time, whether it's giving... Money, whether it's, you know, giving your old coat that you're not wearing anymore. I think it's just, it's simply human nature to, to, to give. And um, I guess I guess in the case of America, there's just more exposure on a daily basis to things that you can give to. So hopefully um, in, in, in New Zealand's case, um, and hopefully with us, what we're doing is we're exposing young people earlier to things that they can give to, where they can have an impact.
0: You know, purpose next to profits is becoming more of a focus, and those two things sitting together, which is which is Definitely. awesome.
1: So, your bottom lines, um, yeah, social enterprises. Those are, you know, the the more the more we are exposed. To um, CEOs on Twitter and and Facebook and everything, I think I think the the more they are actually um, they are actually uh, incentivized to do good in their communities because we now have there's it's no longer just a shadow running a company. We can place blame directly one click away from the CEO. And so if something, if there's a company doing something wrong or doing something, you know, that is that is not good for humanity, then it's, you know, it's a, it's easier than ever to call them out on it. And I think it's leading to a very it's leading to a world where hopefully, hopefully in my in my lifetime, it's more profitable to be a social enterprise than not. because the mom likes to say something and I'm sure you share the same sentiment. If you have a great philanthropic idea, it's probably best that you don't just immediately start a charity because there are just too many charities. There are a lot of charities um, and there's, there's a, a lot of pathways to joining up with a different charity and making their model even more efficient. The more charities there are, the more they compete. And the, uh, you know, and there's, there's, some, there's some issues that can arise if two charities are doing the exact same thing in the exact same way. Um, and it's also really, really hard to create a charity. Really time consuming when your time could be better spent working on your idea. And it's a, it costs a lot of money. Um, yeah, it actually costs money of that. to start a charity. Yeah, um, which is, it's just too frustrating. And so Elevate is, is trying to eliminate all the obstacles there are for a young person to start a charity. So a young person would come to us with an idea for a philanthropic program. And then we would put it under our banner, under our governance, under our name, under our branding, et cetera, and get that idea off the ground and, um, and get it on its own two feet and because we're a charity, obviously, we don't want to, we don't want to steal their idea and have you know, 10% of the proceeds go to us forever. That's not the point. So what we would want to do is if it can stand its own two feet, we would essentially gift wrap, package it up, and send it to another charity. Or if it's niche enough and can actually te- and we all agree that it can survive on its own and it should be on its own, then perhaps they could start their own charity. Um, or they could they could make it its own its own thing. Oh, but, yeah, that's um, we, we've, mm. Yeah, we, we've just we've just piloted we we've just started the pilot in, in Queenstown at the moment, and I'll give you I'll give you an idea of of what the students that are that are pitched their their first idea is, and it's um it's really fantastic. So these are graduates of Generation Give who are now doing an Elevate program um, in their second or third year of working with YPNZ. And because they're experts in being, uh, in being in, uh, on a board of a, of, a, of a nonprofit, and they've learned all these amazing skills, and they're young people, they've decided to start what is effectively a free nonprofit consultancy business for other nonprofits. So what they're going to end up doing is, you know, in the Queenstown area, if a nonprofit needs professional consulting from a group of young people, for instance, if they need um, their, a new website developed, a new branding strategy, or if they need somebody to a, take a look at their governance or present some new ideas, then they'll go to this, what is effectively a nonprofit consultancy business. And these you know, 14 to 17-year-olds are actually qualified to do it b- because of Generation Give. And they Fantastic. came up with this idea all by themselves. They're meeting at like three times a week to get this done. And then mm-hmm. they're going to present it uh, in September um, at, at, the, at the Community Foundation Gala or at, our, or at an event that they organized by themselves. And um, essentially have like a move that bus moment from a home improvement show where they show where, they, uh, show where the charity that they worked with was at before and where they are now. Um, and that was completely their idea. And never in a million years could they have gotten that off the ground um, at, at their age without without some help. So that's that's yeah. some 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 good work that we're that we're doing, and it's it's a really really fun experience for me to see the growth in them from from their first session of Generation Give to now essentially heading their own philanthropic program.
0: Yeah, at, As at leg- the age
1: of fifteen. Yeah,
0: real legacy stuff. <laughs> you know, for you guys, who Youth use France, for New Zealand. Um, and these, as we move towards wrapping up, but when you look overseas, do you see similar organizations running elsewhere? Like, or, or are you guys fairly unique?
1: Yeah, I mean, even in New Zealand, I mean, it, obviously in New Zealand and everywhere, there, there's a lot of charities that are focused on young people and it's fantastic. Um, we're, we're obviously focused on young people as well. Um, but I feel like our model is different enough to um, to make us stand out in that in that sector, um, being by young people for young people um, with a with a special interest in making young people philanthropists. I think that's a that's a niche that separates us from almost every single other uh, program and, and, and charity that we have found. Not to say that any other youth focused philanthropy is not amazing because almost every single one of them is fantastic. Um, I mean, there's plenty of amazing examples in New Zealand um, of, of great uh, great charities that are that are that are also um, that are also founded by young people or um, or for young people, um, but but ours is ours is especially different in such a way with with our unique model of Generation Give, as I mentioned before, is 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 unique as far as we can tell. Um, but we also take inspiration from almost every single charity that we've come into contact with. I mentioned before, naivety is, is basically one of our core values. And so we're always open to, to new ideas um, from different charities, from other people. Our programs are dynamic. They look different. First of all, Generation Give looks different in every single school that we've run it in. In every committee, it's looked completely different from what it always does. And I think that's one of our great strengths because it's shaped and is, is owned by the students that, uh, that partake in it. And yeah, so, so our model that. is, yeah, our, our model is built extremely flexibly um, by, by choice because of that reason. And I think, I think that separates us. Um, and also, you know, we're not, we're not very large at the moment. We have great, asp- we have huge aspirations, but our monetary donations you know, don't compare with the likes of a large charity. We've we're extremely proud that we've facilitated giving out forty thousand dollars in the last two years. But if you look at you know a, a large charity, they do that in a day. But actually, I feel like our impact is comparable with the with the student with the legacy as you as you mentioned that we leave um, mm. with the, with the students.
0: I think technology or you know digital is going to be as important to the next the next generation. And they're giving and and um, you know there's lots these are examples of that. Are there is there a moment as we close, is there a moment where you all had the most fun, most proud related to youth philanthropy in New Zealand? Is?
1: yeah, um the the thing that immediately comes to mind, you'd you'd think it would be handing over the big checks at the end of one of the years. Um, and that those were cool moments, or giving a speech at a at a, an event, you know, hosted by four hundred people, or emceeing an event that was hosted by or was attended by four hundred people. But actually, it was at the end of the first generation Give program. So throughout the entire twenty nineteen year, we were sort of creating the program, the the day before we actually ran each session. Um, and at the the last session, the twentieth session, we had our uh, we had our decision making process, um, where we had our chair, who was who was a student, um, we had we had our chair take over the entire session and and run it as if it was a real board meeting. And it was about two and a half or three hours of me sitting in the back. Of the, cla- of the boardroom that we were working in and watching as our 20 inaugural Generation Gift students decided where to give $10,000 away. And they would not leave the room until every single person in the room was happy and could take at least one of their, uh, one of their ideas into, into the final decision. And that was all entirely facilitated by them. I didn't say a word that entire session. I just watched. And it was the moment where I really realized that this program was actually a really, really big deal. Um, And it should be in as many schools as possible because the growth that they showed in 20 weeks and keeping in mind, this is, an hour and a half a week, that is not much time. That is not much time total for the, for the insane difference that they had in 20 weeks. And um, yeah, it was a really, really cool moment. And most yeah. of those students that were there on that on that day are still working with YPNZ today.
0: Wonderful. Awesome. Yeah, uh, big respect. Massive thank you for joining me on Purposely. And um, good luck to you and your team for the future.
1: Oh, thank you very much. I definitely, um, I've got to catch up on the um, on most of the podcasts, but from the ones that I've listened to, it's 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 really awesome. So well done to you as well, because the, these are these are really great, and it's great talking to you. Thanks, Chris. Awesome. Thanks for listening to Purposely Podcast. I hope you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and leave a review.